I'm actually going to get right into it. And they really want to know how. You know, how can I blaze my own path? Uh, how can I be successful? Um, how can I follow the path that someone else has laid for me to be successful? To be successful. Sitting on deuces while the burn. Still been rap music because I want more. All money in, yeah, it's just us four. It's just copy, it's just Harvey, it's just Rampart. It's just Adam, it's just Black Sam and both the fast. Where your 600 bands, where your rovers at? Where your Cuban legs, where your rollies at? Where your big booty bad? Welcome to episode two of our podcast, Pocket Change. We back, you know what I'm saying? Back like, back like 4 5. Bet like we never left. What you thought it was a game? What you thought we were just playing? Nah. <laughs> no games to be played. Nah, man. It's so cool. This has been a fun, this has been a fun project so far. Um super excited to bring you um some new content for uh this episode. This episode we're talking about the no no's. You know, last week we talked about helping others and um the differences with that. But this week we're talking about what not to do. What not to do. Yeah. And so, to kick us off, man, I'm going a, I'm to a share a story. I'm going to be a little vulnerable. Story time. Yeah, story time. Be a little vulnerable about, you know, my own situation, my own little pitfall that I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because hopefully, if I tell this story, somebody can get something out of it, right? Somebody might be going in this position right now. Right. Learn from your mistakes. So, shout out to my wife, man. Shout out to uh, my queen, Ebony. Ebony. Yeah. If you listen to Boo, I love you. Um, so, <laughs> we I proposed to Ebony in 2016. And at that time, you know, she said yes. And I'm glad she did. Yes. Because I didn't really have a plan B. Because the plan was to make A work. That's right. You know, I had to work. I, you know, I, listen, I ain't, I ain't have a backup plan. It was, it was, it was yes or bust. I wanted to, but uh, she said yes. And after the proposal, what ensued was all the different things that happen when you start planning for a wedding. I mean, we got food, clothes, um, venues, number of guests, number of guests, and we both come from big families. So, I mean, it was getting crazy. Wedding party size. Yeah, I mean the the list getting big, the, the numbers, numbers adding big. up. <laughs> you know, I mean it was wild, man. And so, I, you know, I wanted her to have a big, nice, beautiful wedding. And so, um, unbeknownst to her, without talking to her, I decided. Mm. To go borrow some money, cause you know, hey, we 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 were uh, we we came from humble beginnings. Humble beginnings <laughs> at the mud. You know what I'm saying? We weren't rolling the cash, so uh, we couldn't necessarily turn to our parents and, and say, "Hey, pay for this wedding or whatever." So you know, I took it upon myself to make sure my lady was good, make sure she had the wedding that she wanted, provide for her what she wanted. That's right. Be the man, you know. So I went and borrowed some money, man. I think I told you this, man. I think I went and borrowed like ten racks. You did ten thousand for y'all that don't know what racks is. Ten G's. <laughs> I can say it in that nineties. Yeah, ten G's, man. Went and borrowed the money, man, and you know I was like, all right, cool. I'm headed to the side. 
I looked at the deal on the loan. It was a few hundred dollars a month paying back. I'm like, all right, you know, I can I can handle that, you know. I got good. that pocket change. Yeah, I got that little pocket change, you know. So, I, like, we were good, you know. So, we go on, and again, shout out to my wife being as fiscally conservative as she is. Um, I'm noticing a pattern here. There's that's, that's a little pattern, you know. One of us is smart with money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she, she, you know, we talked about it, and we we made the decision um, to get married, but just do a really, really small ceremony. So, invite her parents, my parents, um, and do it at the courthouse. And man, her brother took the pictures. Uh, shout out to JCL Photography. He took the pictures. Um, beautiful. You know, we ended up going out to the botanical gardens here in Birmingham, and um, just. I mean, everything turned out good. All, all in, man. I think we probably spent, I don't know, eighty five dollars total. Mm. You know, um, far cry from that ten thousand. Far you cry got. from that ten racks, man. Far cry. So, after that, uh, you know, we we scraped up, you know, few few more dollars and went to Mexico. Had a had a honeymoon. Had a ball. Had a ball. You know what I'm saying? Like we had a blast in Mexico. I used to say all the time, man, 2016 was the best year of my life. And it was. Now, I've had some yeah. good times since then. Don't get me wrong, man. For but, sure. But that was a that was a good time. Uh, but anyway, so we get back from the honeymoon, you know, newlyweds. We're trying to figure this thing out. Uh, one of the things that we did was we went to a uh, financial conference. And uh, it was headed by um, Dave Ramsey's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Cruise, I think her name is. But anyway, so we go to this conference, and uh, one of the things that was a takeaway was, hey, get on the same page about, you know, your finances, what's going in, what's coming out, you know, look at your debt, whatever. So we were doing it a little bit before um, we got married, but when we got married, we really got in the weeds and started looking at this stuff a lot closer. Mm-hmm. closer. As you should. As you should. And uh, so we get to looking, man, and old wife is like hey what's what is that <laughs> what's that 10 that 10,000 I was like oh babe well you know I, would, I had to come clean man I had to, come, had to clean. come clean so you know I told her I was like hey we were planning this big wedding and I, I you know I didn't want you to feel limited so I went and got it you know so we were good and she was like well you didn't you didn't talk to me about that mm. You know, you didn't, you didn't, we didn't discuss that. That was part of the plan. That's tough. And she was like, well, I ain't mad, but where, where's the money now? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I blamed it on us. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to take full responsibility. No. I was like, well, you know, we went to Mexico. And we, we went. We went. <laughs> we were eating out. And having we was eating out. <laughs> So you know, that was the, that was that was my story. And I was sticking to it for sure. Um, but you know, thank God for grace, man. Thank God for favor because you know that situation wasn't good. But uh, we got out of that situation and got out of it quickly. And the reason I'm telling this story is, <clears throat> you know, shed some light on the no nos. But I also want to give you the, the the details of this infamous ten wrecks, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole reason why I came up on that money was we, we bought a home. And as you know, well, maybe you don't know, but if you don't, you will. When you buy a home, uh, man, you get bombarded with 
just marketing material. Like people want yes. you to borrow money from everywhere. Yes, the these mortgage companies and these banks, they always selling you information. Well, they sold ours. Yes. So I'm I'm getting these little deals every day. You can borrow a million and a half dollars or whatever. Free approved. Free approved. All you got to do but, is get it. Let me know where you're at. I'll send it to you. So I feel victim to one of those deals. So I get the deal. I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, um, I can make the payment like I said earlier. But he was, the deal was in the details, right? And always. So, always. So here's what I learned about that deal. Number one, uh, there was a fee for them even like processing the loan. So it was... Significant amount, mm-hmm. so I didn't get the full amount. Then the interest rate was stupid. It was like a credit card, you know. It was like I don't know, twenty something percent crazy. Mm-hmm. Then they had me out there for like five, six years. Ugly. A car note, and a ten thousand bu- dollar car. Yeah, for five years. Okay. Then they bust my head with their payment for like you know three hundred dollars. I was like, man. Like knowing what I know now, I'm like that was a terrible. No, no, that was a huge no, no, huge no, no. And the and the worst part about it all was I made that decision. I ain't tell my wife anything. Yeah, I just went and went and did it because I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, we we got aggressive. We got on the same page. We got out of that situation very quickly, and I just I'm 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 grateful for the grace behind that. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? What, What's your what's your no no story? A no no story, similar to your story, but on a on a much smaller scale. I got one of those pre approval loan um, notifications in the mail the other day. Hey, the, the like I said on a much smaller scale, they were uh, they pre approved me for fourteen hundred dollars. Big ball. The interest <laughs> it was like. 34% interest. <laughs> so the interest came up to like $450. Wow. So the total payback was like $1,800. <laughs> so it was a total of like, I mean, yeah, $107 for 17 months. Wow, man. That's crazy. Too crazy. That's crazy. You know, I think the takeaway from, from both of these stories is you know, you you will come across some situations where you actually need money, and if you're not careful, um, these organizations that that you know promote predatory lending, they'll get you. They will get you if you're not prepared. But all that to say, I call this hard money. Like uh, money that you borrow with high interest rates, that's a time and a place for everything. You know, like like if you if you're investing in a home, you know, shout out to Kmo Brimley. Yeah. That hard money, I'm glad you bring that up. Um, if you you buy a property from Kmon underscore realtor and you wanna you buy that property and fix it up with the hard money and then you get a tenant in it and you refinance it, take the cash out and pay the hard money back. And if you bought right, after you pay the hard money you still got you some cash to move on to a new deal. Yeah. In that situation, the hard money is acceptable yeah. because you in and out, you paying them back quick. It makes sense. Yes. So that kind of underscores the fact that there's a time and a place for for everything, right? Um, you know, some of the other no-nos that I think are important um, 
co like we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but like co co-signing, right? That was a situation you and I talked about earlier where um people that are not yeah. married, they hadn't made that full commitment, but yeah, they're well, I, signing on each other's stuff. Yeah, that's not my test it's not my <laughs> testimony. But I know several individuals who is my testimony. Yeah, yeah. I know um Living with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, mm. both of y'all name on the lease. Mm. One of y'all leave, mm. or one of y'all name on the lease, mm. and that one that's name on the lease <sighs> is the one that leaves. <laughs> I'm ready to see where it's going. Or the one that name on the lease, they leave. They ah, uh, nah, man, it, I can't, I can't. I'm glad I didn't get myself into that situation. But that seems like a no-no. Well, all the red flags are there, you know. And and I see that we're, we're talking about these things because in our community, we see a lot of that, you know, whether it's falling victim to predatory lending, um, having too much credit card debt, co-signing on agreements that, you know, don't benefit you or, or you end up with the short end of the stick. I mean, one thing I'll say about that, you know, you always want to think twice, potentially, about co-signing on something if you're not in a committed relationship or, or marriage, I'll say, um, to where that commitment is already established. If you're in a situation where the commitment's not established, but you want to make this long-term agreement with borrowing some type of money, um, that can potentially be... A issue, a no-no, a red flag. You could potentially put yourself in a situation where it doesn't turn out well. You know. Absolutely. The other thing I would say from a from a no-no perspective, and this one's a little touchy. Again, shout out to my wife. She has the biggest heart in the world, and she she's taught me how to be a lot better with, um, you know, being empathetic. She always talks about she her having a high E and I high emotional intelligence. Um. And what that what that does for us is it puts us in a situation where, you know, we we like to help people. That's something that we talk about. It's something that we enjoy. But one of the things about uh, helping people or lending money to people or doing things for people, um, it can be to your detriment if you're doing that and putting yourself in a bad situation. Yeah, if somebody if somebody come to you, we all need help. That's we all need help sometimes. That's not what I'm saying, but if they need help weeks weeks consistently, months consistently, mm-hmm. let's you it's you can also help them by giving them some education. They might not like it, but let's evaluate your finances. Are you living beyond your means? <laughs> Do you need to? Find another or some additional employment. Wow. <laughs> you know, think about that, man. Like, talking about when we have to address our financial situation, our spending habits, like the money we've spent, the things that we've done, um, you can almost liken that to walking outside naked. Like, it literally can be. One very, of the most embarrassing things ever. And very uncomfortable. Hundred percent. And I'm here to I'm here to tell you guys this. Um everybody, everywhere at some point has done something stupid with money. 
Yeah, and yeah. put themselves in a situation to yeah. where they need some help. Yeah, and if you, if somebody tells you they've never done it, I, you know, I, I would, I might, I might call, I might call BS. On They're that. not having fun. Yeah, <laughs> but everybody somewhere at some point has done that. Now the takeaway from that is your um, bad decisions don't define you. You know, if you're smart and you take advantage of the situation, you can learn from your mistakes. And that's why we're sharing the stories that we're sharing, we're talking through the things that we're talking through because we've made those mistakes and we've learned from them, we've come through them and we're in a better situation because of them. And now we remember that as we go on about our adult lives, making more and more decisions and trying to help people um, in their various situations. Yeah, and we, we just wanna share information. Just share information. Um, the big takeaway is my last point. I say this, you know, this year, this week, this month, be more intentional, you know, be more intentional about what you do. You know, it's going to break, it's going to break down into a couple different categories that you need to be focused on. We need to, we need to focus on taking care of our financial health, our mental health, our physical health and our spiritual health. And from a no-no standpoint, if you are doing anything that's not related to those categories I just mentioned, it's a no-no. It's a no-no. Or putting those cat four categories in jeopardy. It's nah, a no-no. I'm good. You got any last thoughts, Kay? Be intentional. Be deliberate. For sure. Man, we thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we're looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of Pocket Change. And we out.